This is the Nosework Gamer from YouTube and the Atari 1700 Game by Game podcast, and you are listening to the podcasting pride of the Smoky Mountains, the Two Dudes in a Ness, with your hosts, Dude Michael and Dude Justin. What's up, man? Uh, same old, same old, you know, watching the Super Bowl, inviting the Power Trip Gaming guys on to cover uh, an arguably probably mediocre to boring to not very good game. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, no, so it, it, it's, it's an undiscovered gem. And oh, no, don't say that word. Undiscovered for a reason. <laughs> ten out of ten. <laughs> 10 out Sorry. of 10 already. Sorry. Undiscovered uh, uh, diamond in the rough. Okay. All right. That's, that's rough. Rough is, maybe, rough is maybe the right word. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely rough. Okay. Well, in case you haven't wondered or haven't figured it out yet, we're talking about Faria or Faria or somebody please tell me how to pronounce this game. It, you're, you got it the first time. It is Faria. Fartia. Fart. <laughs> yeah, Fartia. It, it, it is. It is a fartia. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Oh. Okay. All right. Gas cool. jokes right off the bat, I just yeah. real cl- really oh, yeah. get it up here. Some, ate some chili for the Super Bowl, so oh, okay. you know, it's heavy on my mind. <laughs> Emphasis on heavy. Right. Exactly. Okay. Well. All right. So we'll 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 get into the game a little bit. Um, did, we are recording this on Super Bowl night, so um, that shows you our dedication. To you listeners, because, you know, Justin and I, we do talk about sports on the show every now and then. Uh, we're recording on Super Bowl night, and we're not going to talk about sports tonight. So that is that is our gift to the listener and to the Power Trip guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. I will say. Oh, here we go. The commercials. <laughs> no, not, not that about football. Not about football. Not about football. I was just going to say the commercials, not very good. I just feel like the commercials for the Super Bowl are just... They're just not even entertaining. I don't know what it is, it, but it, it's I, funny. It's, just... it's funny, Justin, to to add to your point. Actually, me and Andy were actually talking about that earlier um, today while we were recording is that it, it feels like the Super Bowl, like the the companies know now that like the Super Bowl is like you have to like wow the world. And so they're just trying too hard and mm-hmm. it's not it's not the same feeling as it was where they're just they're going to such great lengths to try to to wow the world and it just ends up falling flat. They yeah. try to make it more of a spectacle and it's it's, it's just yeah, I mean they is. don't even seem like commercials anymore. They're like little movies and no. stuff, you know. It's Yeah, for sure. And even the ones where you think like on paper sound like they're going to be good, like there was one with Wayne's World with with Dana Carvey and Mike Myers. But it it was really not. It was like a terrible commercial. It was like wasn't even funny. I don't know. What was um, it even advertising? Uh, what were they advertising? I, I don't know. remember. Did you see that one, Michael? Yeah, I saw it. I yeah, saw clearly, it, I clearly it worked because <laughs> I don't. I don't this recall is, what they were advertising. This is um, the, this completely is like the that's answer. That, yeah. That's the point. Is you don't even know what they're even advertising. <laughs> so the only one ever. I was gonna say the only one that uh, actually worked for me was the Will Ferrell GM commercial. And yeah, that one was no, pretty that good. That was a good one. That was a good one. Although Will Ferrell did not that. look very good. He looked like he was kind of on his last leg. I don't know. <laughs> He's like all hairy yeah, and, no. and gray-headed. 
I think that well. was the point. Part of the port. <laughs> part part of the point. But uh, I got gotcha. you. Okay. You know, I don't know. But no, it was pretty good. And, yeah. and this, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not. I've never been a GM guy or a Chevy or a Cadillac or whatever. But those cars look pretty sharp. I was. Pre- I was actually almost more impressed with the cars than the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> almost the Cadillacs. Yeah. Anyway, but okay. I'm either sorry. way, I, I, you know, the halftime show was pretty good, though. Uh, I agree. I thought the halftime show was pretty I good. Give, uh, yeah, who Who was the halftime show? It was the weekend. The weekend. I don't know how you guys Ooh. feel about the weekend. You know, you know, it's uh, I, I feel old because <laughs> I remember I, I remember uh, somebody telling me that the weekend was going to be on the Super Bowl. And I'm like, of course, it's the always Super Bowl is always it's <laughs> always on the weekend. And they're like, no, no, no. The halftime show is is the weekend. And I'm like, yeah, because it's connected to the Super Bowl. <laughs> get it. And they're like, no, no, it's it's a band called the weekend. And I'm like, heck is the weekend and apparently they're like they're a huge deal and i'm i'm like i don't know who this is it was like who's on first routine for yeah me. Wow. that's funny hey yeah, I, yeah, no I guess idea. he is never he is a pretty big deal i think he's pretty good yeah yeah i like i mean i like i like his music all right and i thought i mean this the show was really good it was quite the spectacle um yeah but uh you know the halftime show generally is something i don't like and this year was actually one that I did. Yeah, I'm usually I'm usually flipping to the puppy ball or something on the halftime, you know. I did do. puppy ball happen this year? I don't know. I didn't flip because the weekend was too good. <laughs> <laughs> I do have to say though, my hat is off to the weekend because he apparently did not charge whatever like the NFL, he didn't charge them for his appearance on the Super Bowl. So everything that he did was out of his own pocket. Oh, well. So I do have mm-hmm. to tip my hat to him. That's pretty good. That is true. That's he spent awesome. $7 million of his own money. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you got cash to burn, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's how much this halftime show costs? Good grief. That's what, it, that's what I heard. Uh, that Yeah, that was his portion. Speaking of, of, speaking of burning money, whew, that money could have been uh. used for who knows what else. But anyways... So my opinion of the weekend may have just went in the tank. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, let's let's could have gone. Let's get let's get started. Could have gone to a lot of copies of Faria. Oh, it could have. Potentially could have bought all of them. Thank you for bringing us back. I was just going. I was going to make a really. Uh, my my segue was going to be really crummy, but thank you, thank you, Andy. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. We don't want to take away from your segue. All right. Introduce the game no, right now. No, I was going to mute. I'm, I'm, I'm forever muting uh, anything I was saying. We're cutting this out of the podcast. Uh, actually, <laughs> no. You, you, we don't cut you anything. Screwed it up, Andy. This is your fault. It's why it's I'm all here. your fault. It's why I'm here. Wait, whose pick is this, by the way? Uh, it feels like a Paul a pick, game. but uh... no, <laughs> it technically was. Okay. All right, all right. There's a story to this. Yes, there is. So we okay. started. We we actually just recently finished Faria on the channel. Uh, we started the game in, I want to say it was like June of 2019. And it took until maybe yeah. a couple weeks ago for me to finally finish yeah. it because I dreaded going back yeah. to it. <laughs> there was there was actually, so we, we started this game in June of 2019. Yeah. And what we do is we basically, we record every Saturday, um, like maybe 
two to three Saturdays out of the out of the month, we just record. We we do like eight to twelve hours of just straight play, and so we started it and we didn't finish it obviously but we saved it and so every week we would come back and i would mm. say okay are we going to continue faria he's like nah. yeah no <laughs> let's let's do something else and so we would do something else and then i'm like okay we we should probably come back to faria yeah let's go back to faria next week let's and and this continued for literally a year and mm. almost close to a year and a half and then we started finishing it and then that's when I had said, okay, maybe we should do Faria on Two Dudes and an S because Andy's really going to love it because it's his favorite game. <laughs> and wouldn't you know that in the last two sessions that we were recording Faria, he completely had a 180. And all of a sudden, this game that he never wanted to come back to, he was like, I think I really like this game. And I'm just like, you've Stockholm got to be syndrome. You have got to yeah, exactly <laughs> Literally, it was the Stockholm syndrome to, yeah, to yes. a T. I want to, we hadn't played it in about six months. Oh. And then we came back to it and we kind of powered our way through the last few, like, I want to say 60% of the game. Just about. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty bad. Yeah. Nice. That's yeah, rough. It's, it's a, it's a so, so yes, it was, it was my referral, but it was to, actually get back at andy you were being a smart alec i was being a smart alec and apparently this turned into andy's pick because he really likes it well i I would i wouldn't necessarily blame you for it because i'm known to pick good games to review (laughs) and and this is not this is not a good game (laughs) so this is i'm giving you know what i'll give you credit for this one this is a paul pick okay all right so this is what we'll call this well if you told me yeah if you if you (laughs) If you had told me you started this in t- June of 2019 and you played this every weekend you got together and you just now finished it, I would have also probably believed that. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> no. I played it in spirit. No. <laughs> All right. Justin, do you got some uh, history for us? Now it's time for Justin's historical tidbits and trivia. Time to get out your D-pad notepads because you're about to get schooled by the doctor. All right, you know I had to bite, had to had to bite my tongue on that one. I almost spoke over the uh, the intro as I've been known to do. Well, I'm glad time. you didn't. Good job. It's it's Faria. We wouldn't have blamed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, let's get this over with. Just skip the skip the session. Skip the session. Um, and it's time for the wrap up. <laughs> yeah. Justin, how would you rate this game? <laughs> Yeah, let's come up with that. Got any trophies? No, I didn't think so. All right, here we go. Um, One hidden wizard out of five. All right, so I did develop a quiz game for this game. All right. All right. So as usual, this works. You buzz in by saying your name. Each question will be... A question with four multiple choice answers. You do not have to wait to hear all the, the answer choices to buzz in, uh, but you will not hear those answer choices if you buzz in before they're. All right. Are we ready? I think so. We're ready. Uh, sadly, we are. One of the designers of the game, uh, Okahiko Yoshida, was um, would later go on to work for. What famous game series? Paul. Paul? Grandia. 
Oh, well, okay. I'm going to give you your answer back because that's true. That is correct, <laughs> but that's not in the it's not in the answer choices. And so uh, uh, Paul, Paul, Lunar. <laughs> Paul, wait just on the okay, answer. Wait on the answer choices. <laughs> Paul's done. Also, Paul's also done. true. <laughs> but not in the, but not in the answer choices. Okay, okay. Those I, I, those sorry, I think would have those I think would have been too obvious. So I, <laughs> okay, okay, gotcha. All right. Okay. So <laughs> Akahiko Yoshida went on to work for what famous game series? Was A Metal Gear, B Mortal Kombat. C, Final Fantasy, or D, Mega Man? Oh. Mike. I'm going to... Oh. I'm gonna, oh, no, was, oh, that's Andy right. I, yeah, yeah, I have to remind Andy. you guys, I, I say Pope. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not, but it is. Yeah. Uh, as if... Yeah, as a Final Fantasy? Yep, it's Final Fantasy. I was going to say, that was the only one that came after. Yeah, he would go on yeah. to work with uh, Squaresoft. And, okay. Um, he was actually mainly the, the illustrator for yeah. a lot of those games. Anyway, <laughs> all right, huh. Andy's got, Andy takes commanding lead. Paul yes. tried his he best. Tried. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's I kinda, worth at least I half a point. I kind of want to give you like two-tenths of a point for that effort. Right, hey, exactly. Hey, you don't have if to it, coddle me. We'll <laughs> say if it comes down to a tie and Paul's involved, we'll just give it to him. Yeah, okay. All right, question number two. All right, so this game was also developed by the by the gaming company Game Arts, who would later be famous for games like Grandia and Lunar, as uh, Paul mentioned earlier. But some of the people, some of the developers, would actually go on to work on the development of which game? Was it A, Super Mario Galaxy, B, Super Mo- Smash Brothers Brawl, C, Luigi's Mansion, or D, Call of Duty? Mike. Paul. Paul, I think, got it. Ugh. I'm going to say Super Smash Bros. Brawl. It is Super Dang it, Smash that was Bros. what I was going to say, too. There must be a lag. Wow. There's got to be a lag uh, on, the, on our connection or I'm, something. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Brawl, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Huh. This is one of the earliest games for founders of game arts. Takeshi Mijai and Yoshita Asari. What was their relationship? Was it A, brothers, B, cousins, C, father and son, or D, college roommates? Paul. Paul? Father and son. Not father and son. Pope. Pope? Andy? I'm going to say college roommates. Not college roommates. Mm. Uh, I guess Mike, since I'm last, I will say cousins. Okay. Well, I'm going to say nobody gets this one because the uh, last one, oh. they're brothers. It's a red oh. herring because they had different last yeah, names. Yeah, you threw me. They yeah. were brothers. I seriously thought it was, yeah. thought it was father oh. and son. Yeah. Yep. Um, oh. Sadly, Takeshi Miyagi has passed away. So mm. he went on, he developed uh, game arts and then later left game arts and developed the company G Mode, uh, but died of a brain tumor in 2011. Oh, Rest in peace. Yeah. So. Either way. All right. So we've still got Andy with one, um, Paul with one. 1.2. 1. Zip. <laughs> 1.2, yeah. Not All fair. Right. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm coming up from this behind game, right now. This game was released in the hot gaming month of June, 
In what year? Andy. Paul, or oh. Pope, I guess. Andy? Yes. Andy got it. 80, what? Oh, do you remember? 87. Nope. Mike. Paul. Paul. 1989. Nope. Mike. What? I want to say Mike. 91. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I, I've screwed this one up. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So Ooh. I should probably give Paul points. Because it was oh, released in 1989 right. in Japan, but, but 91 in North, North America. America. 91 in North America. So, is... so how about how about Paul and Mike get one? Nah, and Andy nah, gets left in the dust. That's not, <laughs> sorry, 87. That's, that's no. way the off. reason I said 87. That is no goal. <laughs> is because we just got done playing Mylon Seeker Castle, I'm, and that was 87. I'm sorry, well, but that's, that's not, not the game we're talking we're about. Talking, we are I talking know. about Aria. <laughs> It's just as bad. All right. So what's the so score then? Paul Do I get one? Come on, you gotta give me one for that. Well, you, I'll give you, you a do. one. Okay. You did get one. Yes. <laughs> but I'm giving you, Paul one too. Okay, so, so that's 2.2 2 for Paul. Two to one to one. All right. Garbage day. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Paul is the default winner at this point because he's got 2.2. <gasps> 2. Um, <laughs> but we'll go ahead with the last question, which has nothing to do with this game. Thank God. All right. <laughs> The Bucks winning the Super Bowl tonight gives them two Super Bowl championships. Who of these choices also has two? Is it A, the Broncos, B, the Redskins slash Washington football team, C, the Chiefs, or D, the Cowboys? Mike. Mike? I'm going to go to Washington. Nope. They mm. have three. Pope. Andy? Cowboys. No. Nope. I have they no have boys have five. Have I know nothing about five. football. So I guess Paul, um oh God. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. It is the Chiefs. It they is won the Super Chiefs. Bowl two and la- and then last year's Super Yeah, Bowl. they won last year's, yep. That's so, a cheater. Quite, quite far I, apart in victories. I didn't, I, I didn't uh, yep. cheat. I didn't cheat. Sorry, your cowboys have won five Super Bowls. <laughs> My yeah, <the> cowboys. cowboys. <laughs> you chose cowboys. the Cowboys. Yeah. They're obviously not. Uh, the, yeah, the Broncos have three. The Andy's Redskins Cowboys. have three. Or I guess. See, I, I knew it was. I, I, I thought that the, the Broncos were going to be the underdogs where they, they may have had two, but I know that the Chiefs had won last year. And I'm like, I don't remember them actually winning again. So maybe they won long ago. I couldn't even tell you who played last year. Chiefs played. Oh, we just established this. <laughs> <laughs> we also established so that uh, Andy doesn't listen. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> oh. Yeah, so the Broncos. Andy's... Go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, I, I was, was just going to say, so Andy's favorite game, and he didn't even win the, the quiz Couldn't show. Couldn't even win it. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Yeah. You you, you knocked it out of the park, Paul. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. because wow. Paul had all the time in the world to research this game while I did all the playing. What are you talking about? <laughs> you missed, like, two two or three sessions of Faria because you were too busy reading about Faria. Two of, like, seven <laughs> sessions. <laughs> Uh, it was six. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, wait. Mike, do you have this game? Or did you go on a magical quest to find this game? All right. I'm going to tell you a story. Hold on. Now it's time for the thrill of 8-Bit Discovery with Michael's quest to find the cart. I ain't got it. There's my story. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's my favorite story you've ever Oh, wow. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, but I, I, I know that uh, I know that you guys have it, so uh, 
power trip. So tell me, how did you get it? <laughs> we we do. And uh, shoot, I don't think my story is going to beat your story. <laughs> um, but uh, no, this, this game was actually one that it was probably in the last 50 that I had to track down. And um, just searching throughout like the, I, I guess the area that we're around, um, there was a, a store in Chicago, Illinois, that uh, it's actually in 2018, it's it uh, it mm. closed down, so mm-hmm. no, it it is no longer around. But it was a place called People Play Games, and they had a whole bunch of just classic retro um, video games. And so I ended up uh, stumbling on Defaria, and they had it for forty four dollars and ninety five cents. And at that point, I needed so few games that I was like, "Yep, I guess I'm gonna be paying forty five dollars for this game." So that's that's how I ended up finding it. Ironically, I think that's the same store I got the two Lunar games from. Uh, yes, because I bought them for you. Yes, you did. But we found them at that same <laughs> yes, store. we did so find them at that same store. That's yeah. hilarious. Because mm-hmm. it's got Faria. And the, yes. they went on to do Lunar. Oh, yeah. No, there was, there was actually, when I first got um, Flintstone Surprise of Dinosaur Peak, that was where I took it to make sure that it was a real game. And not, and, yeah, and not, not some ROM hack or something. That's yeah, cool. yeah. So, repro. Yeah, I like. It. Well, I mean, I like this story because you got you've got a a go to place that you can you know. Check. Well, you, like, I did you got a trusted time, yeah. you got a trusted source, you know. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Those are becoming fewer and far between. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Unfortunately, also uh, <laughs> Chicago, Illinois, or Illinois. Do you? Um, does anybody, everybody remember Scruff McGruff, the the um, the crime dog, right? The crime dog? Of course. Yeah, only yeah, you yeah. can take a bite out of crime. Right. Well, he's the, he's the sole re- he's the sole reason for the rest of my life I will always know the zip code to that area of Chicago, Illinois. 60652. Oh my god. Because of the because of the commercials yeah. that he was in. Yeah. Scruff, oh McGruff, my god, Chicago, right. Illinois. 60652. There you go. Oh my god. We we were I, oh what what episode were we doing? We're talked about nostalgia and how i remember the whole stick stickly thing from nickelodeon oh, yeah. and how i remember their their uh thing right to me stick stickly p.o box one that was totally or whatever that was totally a fart session it might yeah. have been i think it was new a fart york city session. new york state 10108 <laughs> <laughs> like i remember the whole thing it was just a popsicle stick with yeah. a nose and googly eyes I mean, I you know the create. I love Stick Stickly as a kid, but the creativity that it takes to develop a character called Stick Stickly, <laughs> a popsicle stick with googly eyes stuck on it. You know what though? It that's, worked. That's like uh, there was there was one year I actually was in Madison, Wisconsin, which is a it, it's known for their like Halloween celebrations and a lot of drinking. And one year I was just I, I was struggling college student so obviously i decided to go to walmart to buy a like a a like a bed sheet and i literally cut holes in the eyes and color a mouth on there and i'm a ghost and literally people walked up to me and they're like wow that's really creative i'm like <laughs> we'll see <laughs> i'm like it's literally a bed sheet I, I i was so cheap i only spent ten dollars on this but you could have made it excellent by buying a blue sheet drawing like white eyes on it and a white like squiggly mouth you could have been a, a pac-man ghost well here's here's yeah, I was getting ready to get eaten by a power pellet 
We went one year one Halloween as and I and Mike was a ghost. I was a ghost, yeah. And every everybody thought he was the KKK. Guy. <laughs> oh people people accuse me of that too. Yeah, yeah. They accuse me of of, of KKK. Well, yeah. So, and I'm just like, are you serious? Well the mistake people were getting pretty angry. Yeah, and it was uh, like, yeah. Ah. yeah, there was definitely some people out oh. that wanted to probably beat me up. But the thing. Oh no! I'm yeah. The, I made the mistake of because I wanted to be able to take my the top take the top part off and drink because this was college days. Uh, I, I made it two separate pieces. So I made like the body piece and the head piece separate. So then, yeah, it's definitely it, definitely it was looked, a hood. It was a hood. It was a hood. <laughs> but I, yeah, I really see, wanted to be yeah, a ghost. See, mine- yeah, no, mine didn't have like any like there there was no differentiation. But uh would, yeah. Would you call it a hood? It was not, <laughs> a, not hood. a hood. It was not a hood. <laughs> it was not a hood. Well, uh, yeah. That's funny. So, anyways, in my defense. It's funny. It's it, it, it did work. Good to know that things don't change. Yeah. Good to know that things don't change sometimes. I do want to make a cape out of a garbage bag once. You you think you're, you you say your your costume is cheap because all you did was buy a sheet, but you bought a ten dollar sheet? Then some expensive sheets. Ten dollars. It was it, well. It was it was like a whole like it was a twin bed set. Oh, okay. So it was like it it was like the sheet, and then it was it also came with like the the oh, fitted okay. no the fitted like um fitted sheet mm-hmm. the fitted sheet as well too, and then the the. So like are we the talking over that? Are we talking three so, hundred thread count four hundred? I oh god, don't ask me. Okay. I have no idea. So I are, assume it was like three. Count, so you were probably, a cheap ghost. I was a cheap ghost. <laughs> I, I definitely wow. was. Yeah, cheap and uncomfortable. Yep, for sure. Wow. Yep. On par. Okay. It was one of one of the most comfortable Halloweens I had. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you wearing? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> I was. I was wearing. I was. I was wearing clothing under it. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's let's start digging into this game a little bit. As much as I uh, as much I as I don't really want doing... to. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, doing anything and everything to not talk about it. All right. Boy, this reminds me of the good old days. <laughs> All right. Let's go. Let's go. Time to dig in to some good old-fashioned game discussion. Actually, should we do a commercial first? Let's do a commercial first. Hold on. I'm Tom Arnold, and I'm impressed that you're listening to Two Dudes at a Desk. All right. Now we can talk about the game. <laughs> <laughs> You're laughing because behind the scenes there is no commercial, right? Except for Tom Arnold. No, I'm laughing because he was drunk off his <laughs> drunk off his butt when he uh, when he recorded that. Yeah, obviously he was. Right? <laughs> well, I'm so sorry. It was pretty great. Oh, no. And and you just caused me some editing, but that's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Score one for Andy. <laughs> All right, I'll forgive you this time. As long okay, as you I'm give sorry. us some really good feedback on this game. Let's start with the manual. Do you guys have the Absolutely. manual? We do not. This I, was, I wish we did. I, yeah. I, manual explained a lot um, for us and would have been able to explain a lot of stuff that we didn't know in the game. But the manual is, uh, it's hefty. unfortunately, it's very pricey. Yeah. So this I is, do not have this is one of those rare uh, vertical manuals for this. It's mm-hmm. it is. It's like the Explorer's Handbook from Final Fantasy. Which, yeah. yeah, doesn't surprise me that Final Fantasy had the same type of of manual. Yeah, yeah, I we, yeah. Oh, I don't sorry. know if this is uh, you know just the PDF version that I have, 
But uh, I like the duct tape spine <laughs> yeah. that, the, uh, that the manual has. It's got a lot I of use. Actually, I hope that's actually part of it. <laughs> well, that's, I, either we're looking at the same uh, PDF or it's just that's part of the <laughs> part of the manual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'd be cool if it was part of the manual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I have a feeling. I have a feeling it's not. All right, this is a long <laughs> intro, so bear with me. Hang on, I'm gonna mm-hmm. get a drink of water here. All right. Long ago, in a faraway land just around the corner, so not that far away, raged raged a battle against a fierce wizard. The wizard was cruel beyond imagination and cast his bad magic upon the good people of the kingdom. Legions of soldiers were sent out to battle the wizard, but the soldiers returned to the king defeated and disgraced. Fortunately... Sorcerers loyal to the good king devised a magical means to create a dragon. By having the dragon fight the wizard, no more harm could come to the townspeople or the king's soldiers. Sounds like problem solved to me, right? Yeah. Yeah. The sorcerers were victorious as the dragon's great power defeated the wizard. The king ordered the sorcerers to entomb the wizard inside of a special sword. The little kingdom was safe from the wizard and the people were happy and prosperous once again. Is this is this game over? I mean, yeah, <laughs> this is confusing. I don't see I don't see a problem yet. Okay, the good sorcerers <laughs> told the king, should the wizard ever escape from within the special sword, only a warrior from a faraway land will be able to defeat him. The next day, the sorcerers had mysteriously disappeared. Okay, now here we go. We're starting to get a little problem, slowly but surely. The special sword was placed in the care of only the highest officials in the land and was passed down along with the prophecy from one generation to the next. All the while, the wizard, entombed within the special sword, thought to himself, If I were so fortunate to escape this prison of mine, then the people of this little kingdom shall suffer the wrath of my revenge. Then, one day, not too long ago, in the kingdom of Faria, something terribly ominous was in the air. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. That's it. That's the story. I'm still confused at, like, where we come in. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like he's still in the sword, so what's the big deal? Don't worry. The game clears it up. <laughs> Not really. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sarcasm was thick on that one. Spoilers. <laughs> no, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well. We'll get into it's, it, but it, the yeah. most cockamamie story I've ever heard. It's on. honestly, it's <laughs> it's almost like they they started with a beautiful told story that really had no conflict whatsoever, and then the only way they were like, okay, how do we wait, wait, what? Do, we accidentally resolved we, it. Yeah, how do we throw in the conflict? <laughs> okay, here here we go. We're gonna take the wizards, and they're just gonna magically disappear. All right, we got a story now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bill, I also Bill, it's Bill, 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 have a story. Uh. <laughs> with, with with all the different things that seem to happen in the story and not not that i played the whole you know i wasn't able to play the whole see all the stories just from reading about it and things but it's like it's like they kept like saying well here's the story we're gonna do and then they do that story and then they're like well that's too short of a game let's make another story and then <laughs> they just kept piling well, stories on to each other hey, you know you know yeah. what would have been actually a pretty fun game to play the dragon that in this in this <laughs> yeah. in this, this story, right? <laughs> so so there's the real spoilers. I don't think there's a dragon in this game. Yeah, there was. That <laughs> was, was there? That was the final boss. Oh, there yeah, there was. Wow. All right. Actually, All right. speaking of playing as a dragon, um 
well, I know you guys never did, but there was a uh, Gauntlet Four for the Sega Genesis. Mm. At the very end of the game, if you played multiplayer, like you play with your your friends or whatever, it could play up to four players. But like the whole idea was, you're going through the towers to get like this treasure, and at the end of the game, you fought each other, and then you got the choice of taking the treasure, basically like immortality. But what they don't tell you is immortality turns you into a dragon and like the ending scene is you like somebody coming to kill you and you play as the dragon to kill the guy oh interesting. it was actually pretty yeah. cool that's kind of yeah. cool not yeah. this game but that no, no cool. definitely not this De- game. definitely not this definitely not this it's game. it's definitely like it starts with your traditional rpg fair princess is captured you go rescue the princess cool yeah, i mean the, dragon yeah, warrior final fantasy take your pick although um the you go rescue the princess right and the king is like he's offering you a reward a hundred dollars that will buy you nothing in this game thanks king <laughs> no no it really no. won't it won't oh and, and the princess's hand in marriage but they won't let you marry her because you're a woman <laughs> yeah it's weird yeah, yeah. well yeah. it was 19 it was worry, 1989 if you beat the game <laughs> if, you beat, if you beat the game we'll turn you in well yeah there's well, a twist yeah. oh yeah there there is a twist and we we will yeah. talk about that job oh god <laughs> all right i, I yeah, think we're done yeah. with the manual uh did you did you, did you guys play this as a kid any did you even know about it because i did not even know about it no nope. no, no I, clue. this this may have even been a game where i think i i had seen <clears throat> um tidbits in it in uh like nintendo power magazines but i never would have paid much attention to it yeah. to be quite honest it's a game i think that kind of lo- got lost in the glut of like final fantasy the the four dragon warrior games you had willow and like crystalis so there were yeah. so many better games that i feel like kind of like yeah. how ghost lion was this kind of fell to the wayside yeah and people just don't really talk about it much. yeah yeah, and that was that either. was no. Yeah, that was the big problem was that like like we had talked about in the 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 quiz is that it came out in 1989 in Japan but it didn't come out until 1991 in the United States and so by then you already had the Dragon Warriors, you already had the Final Fantasies. So this game was really just it it was day com- late and a dollar short. Compared yeah, compared to those games it was very forgettable. I will say one more thing before we, we diverge from the manual and start really talking about the game is this this manual is awesome. I can see why it, it really is. Lot. As, I, as I flip through it, there's so much information. There's like all these different mm-hmm. weapons and they're, and they're hand drawn in there and they tell you all about the different characters and stuff. I mean, the different towns. I mean, this is a really good manual. Like if you if you didn't it have was- this manual with the game, I, I'd, I would be really sad because it is pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was something that because we didn't start looking at like a PDF of the manual until like maybe three sessions in. And boy, would that have helped because like there's an item in there you get uh, called hyperspeed. It just it's like 15 gold. You think it's a consumable item. Use it once. Boom, you're faster for one battle or something. No, it was like a permanent upgrade. We had no idea because throughout the whole game, we're slogging so slow through these towers and like it gives you like kind of like a breakdown of where to go at what time so it's like gives you a sequence of events and it's it's amazing and not only that but the back of the manual you could send in to get a poster that gave you a map of all the towers yeah and that's pretty sweet it was yeah. which it was incredible which we have a, a small thing to talk about that as well it, as we it was only 2.50 yeah it was yeah. Re- which i think even 
just that poster now if you go on like ebay or whatever i think that's yeah, like at least 200 bucks. bucks yeah 100 to 200 dollars. what's the rate yeah. of return yeah. on that that's way better than buying gamestop stock oh for sure. <laughs> for sure <laughs> uh yeah i did not know about that hyperspeed thing that you just mentioned until right now so totally missed that one yeah. it's in the manual it says this is an important item there are three types of hyperspeed and all of them enable you to move faster during battle it doesn't say yeah, it would have been nice to know and that's yeah that's why it honestly took him three sessions to to start using it is because he like he said he thought it was nothing more than just a potion where it's just a temporary thing where okay during this battle you get to move faster for the next three battles you get to move faster it's yeah so then he found out halfway through that it's like wait a minute this is permanent like even during the 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 over map and all of those screens like i still get to move faster like and it it ended up speeding up the game. Yeah. God, at least yeah. it may, double double. It's right, kind of yeah. where the game started becoming more bearable yeah. for me. It's kind yeah. of which is it sounds so stupid, but like once you understand what's happening, this game's actually not that bad. It's just it it it, it was clunky <laughs> at first. Okay, because things are moving so quickly around you, and you can't deal with it. But once you have the hyperspeed and some of the other things, like it becomes more bearable. Yeah, yeah, clumpy at first yeah clunky not clumpy well whatever <laughs> probably Clump, both doesn't doesn't matter at this point so what, what was your story about up. the map or sending in for a map oh so we're gonna jump ahead so the second to last tower it's called the phantom tower it's literally unmappable it's just a repeating two-room tower that you can go in four directions it, you, it's and it gives you no bearings. And I, I, I will let Andy discuss the story, but it almost broke up Power Trip. It did. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It almost broke us up. It did not. You were being over dramatic. I was <laughs> extremely mad at. You. So yeah, like like it's just so you go up a screen and like the thing changes. But like your side to sides, because it, it kind of functions in the way Zelda does, where it's like stagnant screens and then you go to the edge and it shifts mm -hmm. over a screen. You know what I mean? And the towers in this game are, oh, my God, they're so convoluted that you have to map it pretty much. If you're trying to cognitively do it, it's it's almost impossible. Because you're going upstairs, and then you're going downstairs, and then you're moving a statue, and it opens locked doors. But there's also one-way doors. There's also pits that'll drop you down a floor. I mean, it's it's insane. But this Phantom Tower is like a whole new beast, where there's a certain direction you have to go. Kind of like how in Zelda, Legend of Zelda, where like the Lost, for the lost Forest, yeah. where you have to go in a certain sequence, and it, it gets you through the forest. Well, this Phantom Tower functions the same way. But... yeah nothing in the game directs you on how to get through this tower not a single thing the only way you could like figure it out is if you had this poster that you had to send in for and it shows you like the path to go so it's a racket it's that's kind of our the working most, theory honestly is, it is was that. it was it was dlc before <laughs> dlc was even conceived because you honestly if you, if you yeah if you wanted to make it through this tower which would then get you closer to the end of the game you had to pay the extra additional 250 so 
not only were you paying 40 or $50 for the game itself, but you also then had to find a way to pay for this map yeah. in order to, to get yourself better prepared for, for that, that tower. Which the, the mail-in map that you get is really cool. Like, it, I mean, it gives you the layout of every single tower throughout the game and the path of how you get through yeah. it. So it's a good investment for 250 I think you said, right? Well, yeah, well, and, and 50 cents for postage. But yeah, so $3. I mean, that's not bad. So, three, yeah. yeah, that's honestly, it would have been worth every penny. Oh, absolutely. But yeah. so I want to say the one session we did of just the Phantom Tower was about three and a half hours. And it was just us stumbling around this this tower trying to figure out where to go. I'm like, there is no way they would make it to where like you cannot figure this out. So okay. Paul, okay, so I was gonna say, so what Andy is not saying? No, I'm I'm getting there. Is that <laughs> oh is that I discovered the way through the tower? He claims he did. I I swear. <laughs> well, this is this I is swear. where we had the issue. I, boys, Paul, Paul I believes. <laughs> Paul believed he figured it out. So he got to like the final like few corridors and he was like, I figured it out. I did it. And I'm like, I, I'm like, did you really? Like, did you really figure it out? So you get this item called a flashball, takes you out of the dungeon. So I was like, <laughs> you know what, Paul? I'm going to prove your theory right or no. your hypothesis. I'm going to prove that you did figure this out. So I left the tower. <laughs> <laughs> after three hours of wandering around i just left uh, he was so livid i can't believe he did that he was so he mad and lo and behold he was right like he did figure out the tower there's like a there's a single screen where you kill the last enemy and it does this this faint chiming noise that you would think is just a glitch in the audio but no that's to tell you you're in the final room you head north and boom, you're in the final few you're, corridors. You're at, you're at the boss. Battle. You're at the boss yeah. battle. So it's like I I did it to prove to Paul that he solved it. That's that's what he says. <laughs> and he doesn't believe me because that's, I that's I can't what, imagine why. That's what he. <laughs> oh boy, that's good. But okay. Yeah, that Phantom Tower is it's rough. I mean, the game in general, just the towers are immense. I yeah. mean, they're they're very convoluted is the only word i can think of to really describe them you guys really like talking about these convoluted map games don't you it seems like every episode you come on you're bringing uh, us some kind of game that we have to draw <laughs> a bunch of maps and stuff and you guys oh wait till we do swords and serpents oh boy <laughs> yeah that's true actually yeah come to think of it i mean yeah we had legacy of the wizard we had uh, guardian legend yeah those are pretty pretty uh grandiose maps <laughs> but guardian legend at least gave you an in-game map yeah, Guardian legend, true. i like that game that was a good one yeah oh we yeah. don't know it was a good ten, game that yeah. legitimately was a 10 out of 10 for us. yeah it was a really good game that's that's honestly where like this game is one of the many faults of faria is the lack of an in-game map which legend of zelda did it you know you hit the start button your screen goes down and it shows you the map of the dungeon why couldn't faria have done that because they wanted you to buy the map Duh. That, right. That's exactly why I yeah. said, yep, it's DLC before DLC yeah. existed. It, that's why our working theory is that they did it just to get yeah. it's a cash grab. Yep. You're going to need this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we've that, not actually described that scheme. That. Mm-hmm. That, I was just going to say that scheme sold 10 whole maps. 
Uh, honestly, there, there, <laughs> there cannot be a lot of those maps out there. I honestly do not believe they sold a lot of those Made maps. Made them 30 whole dollars. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't think people made it that far in the game in order to say, oh, I have to buy this map. So can we please, for the sake of this one, this episode, anytime anybody says the word far, just say Faria. God. (laughs) We couldn't made it. Couldn't have made it this far. Couldn't have made it this to buy the map. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we can do that. I would almost rather. Can we also, anytime somebody says far, can we say faria? But anytime somebody says faria, can we say fart? Fart, yeah. Yeah, Is that confusing enough? Yeah. All right, fartia. (laughs) I think I can keep that straight. <laughs> All right, got it. Okay. All right. So um, we actually haven't actually described what this game is for anybody who doesn't know. It's um, basically, well, I mean, we've kind of described it. It's like similar to Crystalis or um, kind of got a mm-hmm. Zelda feel to it. And it's top down action, but the it's also got the Final Fantasy style. Like the battles are like the trigger without you. I don't know how you describe it. Like where you, you you don't see the enemies before the battle triggers. It's just like random encounters, right? But then yes, when yeah. the, then when the encounter happens, then you get to fight in like a action style. Yeah, That's basically it's, the game. It's, it is an action RPG, and I would say that it combines in that sense. It combines elements of Zelda One and Zelda Two, where you have right. the top down map, but then you can have these random uh, battle encounters. Of like Zelda two, yeah. so it's action RPG that combines elements of Zelda one and Zelda. It's like an yeah. amalgam of a whole bunch it of different. Honestly, games. is an amalgam of different RPGs. It's a uh, it, it tries to do a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Mm, it was it ambitious. Really succeed. It did a whole lot of different things, but uh, yeah. And, you know, so but here's exactly I'll just go ahead and give you. Yeah. I'll go and give you my biggest gripe with the game, uh, as at least from a person who did not make it very far into it, is. There's all this sweet gear that you can buy. There's all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, you know, you start off with a decent amount of money for the starter gear that's in the town. So, you know, I bought some stuff and I thought, okay, cool. So this is what I want next. So, you know, this is what I'm thinking about getting next. And I go talk to the king. And he's like, yeah, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you go save the princess. I'm like, oh, that kind of stinks. But maybe I can get some off of enemies and stuff. Nope. The enemies drop <laughs> either no money or just very, very, very piddly amounts of money. Yeah. <laughs> money bags. They drop yeah. money bags. They drop money bags that equate to like two dollars. Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean I think it's I, a pennies. Yeah. I think I spent probably an hour in the game, maybe, before I got two hundred, three hundred bucks. Ridiculous. Oh silly. You yeah, they're <laughs> Yeah, you needed to spend a lot more time. Oh, I know. I, I mean I, I spent more time so, with the game. I'm just thinking of how long I spent yeah. strictly trying to get money. Oh, geez. One yeah. of the final swords you can buy, the Miramaza, is 7,500 gold. And I think any one enemy at that point of the game gives you maybe 15, maybe. And that's if they drop <sighs> it to yeah. begin with. Yeah. Yeah, it gets, yeah. It's, yeah. it's one of those artificial lengthening things. Right. That, was, yeah. that, was, that was one of the things I hated yeah. is that in, in RPGs, uh, obviously the, the word grind comes up because you mm-hmm. grind to get your level up. And in a lot of the RPGs, it's kind of an optional thing where it's like it's it, it'll be more challenging if you don't grind. But it, even if you don't grind, you can still progress farther in this game. No, no grinding is necessary both to gain money and to gain experience. And that was one thing that I was just 
even from the start, I was like, this is no, there's way too much grinding just to get to the next point. I, I have no interest whatsoever. Yeah, it was very, very grindy. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, oh, very. the leveling up, when you do level up, it, I did find a noticeable difference, which is kind of cool. Like you do feel like your character is getting better with the levels, which you some games, yeah. yes. some games when you level up, it mm-hmm. doesn't feel like it's doing anything, but this game does, which is kind of cool. Yes. Your life bar, even though you don't really, I, I mean, even though it's displayed there, you don't really have an adequate life bar. Um, it displays the first 70 HP and yeah. anything past that just goes beyond the bar that you don't see. Exactly. Yeah. So like, I think by end game, I had 210 HP, but every time I got hit, the life bar would never go it down. It would never go down. So it's like, yeah. yeah. So you actually did feel like as you leveled up, you did like your life was not moving yeah. very much. It so was it's very, you it was, did, it was noticeable it was when you did odd, level up. It was an odd display. I don't know why they just didn't do yeah. a, a number. Why no, did you do was, a life bar? Yeah, it was kind yeah. of strange. And if you're going to do a life bar, you need to make it a percentage of total life, right? So that it, yes. right, no matter yes. what, how many how many hit points you have, that it makes sense. Mm. Yes, exactly. It was always something that, that threw me off in that. Yeah. Now, I didn't experience this, but you guys can maybe tell me because I did read about it or, or watch it in, in videos. But the 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 difficulty curve, like with the game, it goes from, you know, moderately difficult to kind of easy and then back to difficult. And then it gets really easy when you get some of those really high level weapons like the game, just like the design is just it's all over the place with the difficulty level. Yeah, um, I want to say. I don't remember what town it was, but you end up getting like a fire sword. And if you grind to get that, there's only one more sword above that. But you get the fire one so early that like you can kill everything. It, mm-hmm. it really it behooves you to get that weapon. Yeah, because it's like it can't be matched yeah. until like near the end. So it's it's yeah, it's that definitely was... very, very top yeah, as, it, as yeah. far as how yeah, it's, far it's, as the game goes. It, yeah, as far as, yeah. It's, yeah, <laughs> I got my own rule. It is, um, it's very front heavy and that if you can get that fire sword, like, obvious, like, um, honestly, there were times where I kind of, like, jumped in late game, but because of the equipment that we had, um, I honestly felt invincible. Like, I was mm. taking out things in one to two hits and it, I, I could take several hundred hits before like the life bar even started to like move on screen so um it is very front heavy and that the more gear you get the easier the game gets and honestly it gets easier as the game goes on yeah another reason it's it's so front heavy is there's right off the bat there are invisible wizards that will just start (laughs) shooting at you and random and and they are present throughout the entire game. You don't get an item until maybe that second to last tower. They get the magic glasses to finally see little <laughs> wizards that are just running around, teleporting, shooting these blasts at you. And it's the most frustrating thing yeah. to try and fight these things when you can't see them. Because uh, you can escape yeah. from the random battles, but you lose money. You can possibly lose some of your items. Like, you can lose stuff. So, like, mm-hmm. until you get those magic glasses, anytime, like, battle starts and there's nothing on screen, mm-hmm. you, I, I just, I would swear a few times uh-huh. and throw my hands up, <laughs> winging into the 
Yeah. Just, <laughs> on the off chance just I hit hoping, something. Just hoping that you hit it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And it's that's that's one of the reasons why I think when we finally beat it, like it affected my it, overall score. To, to 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 put it simply, okay, imagine the Wizrobes from Legend of Zelda. So the so the blue and orange wizards, but turn them invincible. And there you go. You have mm. you have half of the enemies in Fardia. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, it's 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 extremely frustrating, mm-hmm. which is why it took us so long to beat because I was yeah. just so fed up with it. Yeah, and so because you don't get some of those items until so late no. that it, at that point you're already sick of it. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, that's kind of what I was getting at. It's like it pushes like the game is is because it's so front heavy. It kind of pushes a lot of people away, and it doesn't even mm-hmm. get. I would argue that yeah. I, you know I need to play the end game more. Um, which I don't know that I ever will because I'm not gonna. I don't have the time or desire to invest in it. But it seems like a game <laughs> that it doesn't even it doesn't even become mediocre until you get far enough into it. So like it's it's bad at first. Or not bad. Well, yeah, it's bad. It, it's, no, it's, it's, a, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's not a, good. It's a bad game when you start playing it and then it becomes yeah. maybe mediocre and near the end. You know, it's like well, it's it. This it, is something that we're actually going to get to once we really like dive into the like the later part of it is that the game itself had something really good going for it. It did. And I'm not I I'm, I I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything, but it had something really good going for it and then it completely just said dropped it. Nope. Threw it out throw the it, throw it out the window <laughs> and it's just we don't care. Well, it's so enticing at first because there's a lot of dialogue. Like when you talk to anybody, there's like animated talking things that look straight out of like Studio, Studio Ghibli, Ghibli. Yeah. or like Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Like stuff looks, which a lot of RPGs at that time didn't do. It was usually just a text box that pops up. So like it, it granted the music's terrible through and through. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't dry. Yeah. But like it's it's just it's a colorful world. Like the the just talking to people, there's a lot of context. Mm-hmm. But the core at the core of the game, which is the battle, the exploration, it just kind of falls flat. Like it it, it like they forgot about it, it's polished turd. I guess is the best <laughs> way to put it. Like <laughs> that's that's really the only way to describe it. Maybe it's a really maybe a perfumed fart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's really shiny. It wants to pull you in. You're like, what is that? And then all of a sudden, you just realize, like, nope, no, it's a fart. It's, I, I don't want to. I don't want any part of this. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I, I wanted to like it more than I did, and and I don't somehow, know why. and somehow, you ended up liking it. I did. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Now. Well, this is where we are different. I know. You like Jaws. Need we hey, say anything? Honest, Jaws is good. Honest. Jaws is good. Hey, yep. thank, hey, thank you. Jaws thank is the you. best. I like Jaws. We're talking about the game, right? Not the movie? <laughs> yeah. I like about the, the game. movies. <laughs> the game, not so much. Oh. Mike and I, in regards to, to Jaws, that's like the biggest egg on our face because it was like we spent countless hours trying to beat Jaws and then we were doing the wrong thing for a long time. And uh, so that was just like, yeah. And that's and that's why it's one of my guilty pleasures. I can within ten to fifteen minutes, it's done. 
That was one of yeah. the that was one of the benefits of starting this podcast, actually, because I don't think we found out that we had been doing the wrong thing until we covered the game on the podcast. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, we looked oh, it up oh, and beat it. Yeah, and then we were like, "Oh, well, it's that easy." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's actually, just, yeah. No, I'm Go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say we actually at one point I think deemed it unbeatable. And oh then, wow! Yeah, no, it is quite it's the opposite. It's so easy. Actually. <laughs> That's what's sad. Yeah, it's it's quite the opposite. Yeah, Paul's Paul's definitely a professional because that <laughs> the strobing part in Jaws oh, where you have to get him to pop out of the oh, water. So Paul gets it on the first try every single time. Yeah, I right. still can't do it. It's I, it was I can't figure it, it out. It was really fun. the first time we actually played it on our channel. Um, oh, Andy God, Andy an Andy one. played first. And uh, he he strobed three times. He couldn't hit it. You get you get three tries, and then you you basically have to start Jaws at the at the beginning. Basically, his life is is full then. And uh, I'm like, okay, I, I watch watch this. And so I literally did it. And first strobe, I hit him, and he's just like, oh, shut up! Like, stop playing this! <laughs> like this! Oh, whatever. Well, I remember you just you threw the controller up. You were, and then you gave, gave me like the. I'm just like what? Yeah, I'm like nailed that, it. That's all it is. <laughs> that's all it is. Yep, yep. What? A- I gave myself a big hug after that one. Speaking of hooey, what about the graphics in Fardia? Do you guys like what, what you mentioned a little bit? Do you like the way it looks? So, at least from my perspective, the the overworld itself, the caves, the towers, all of that stuff. It's very, it's just, it's very bland. It's it. They copied everything that RPG games were at that point. Um, I did like when you went to into the towns, though, like Andy had said, every character you interact with has a like a bigger animation. Yeah, it does like a like, first person view, like a first person view. Yeah. And it looks like something out of Studio Ghibli. And I just thought. Like, wow, that's pretty impressive that they yeah. could add in that for each character. Um, but honestly, everything else was it was no different than like a Dragon Warrior yeah. Final Fantasy game there. It was and, and the battle system actually looked like it was something out of Hydlide, which is <gasps> not saying much at all. Hydlide's pretty bad. It's a pretty bad game. Yeah. yeah, I actually didn't mind the visuals. I thought the visuals were not obviously not the greatest of course you do chrysalis was better even legend of zelda was kind of better um excuse me even legend of zelda was better (laughs) what the the original one's not not one of my personal favorites i loved it don't get me wrong but i mean it's just just stop talking it's second to last as far as zelda game because we all know link to the past is the first zelda game ever made okay stop stop talking Stop. <laughs> uh, so I, I'm kind of with, uh, I'm kind of with, I guess, I'm kind of with both of you on this one. I mean, it, it's not. I'm maybe in between because I think it's the graphics are, at times they can be good, but most of the time they're kind of bad. They're, yeah, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? I, I yeah. don't. Yeah. I didn't think they were that great for the most part. I think no. the only thing that was good was the the, the conversations. Um, you know, because there was some like background. Um, and uh, in those scenes that was kind of added in that I thought was pretty good, but for the most part, nothing, nothing good. So like, no, here's exactly. a perfect example for me. Like the, the trees look good. Like they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. looking. They're, they're like really well, 
well, you know, they look like trees. But then you go into a town and the buildings, the buildings themselves look pretty cool, but they're a lot oftentimes they're sitting on like weird brick that's just painted underneath it or something. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. And then, like, the the grass is just green with some squiggly lines drawn on it. Um, mm. Like, I, I, I'm not exactly... I, I didn't make it this far, but I'm looking at some screenshots here. And there's, like, a blue level with ice, but it, it's just a bunch of square. Mm. I don't know if it's ice or snow, or I don't even know what it is. Is it sky? I, I don't know. It's just a bunch of yeah. gray and white blocks and then plain blue back, background underneath it. But it's, it's is bad. it an overworld map or is it yeah, like it's an, a, overworld. it's an overworld map? It's when you so there's a point in the game where you have to you go up to the sky, okay, and you have to like walk on clouds. Yeah, that's gotta and be what you have it to is. find. Yeah, you have to find a certain hole to jump down to get this rope that lets you climb up cliffs. Okay, well I don't know how like, you would find the hole because then this entire map looks terrible. It is. There's a there's a guy <laughs> in a house on the clouds. Yes, he has a house on the clouds, and he tells you to find a certain hole to jump into. It's like a hole all by itself in the middle of this cloud cluster. Because you can jump off any of the clouds, and you land on the below. But through this specific hole, you land on an island, and you find a magic rope, and then you have to climb a cliff. You can climb any of the cliffs. Have we mentioned that Fardia is a really good game? I, it, you know, it has interesting <laughs> concepts. Okay. Right. Oh, you mean like there weren't many- jumping out of the clouds onto an island and yeah. getting a rope? That's a yeah. really cool concept. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I thought it was neat. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I we're we're kind of we're we're bashing a little bit. It's not the worst game in the world. We've played a it's, lot yeah. of worse games than this. So I mean, yes. so I, I, I hate to of- bash on it too much, but it you know one of those where it's like there's so i I can see the potential of it and i feel like as a child i would have adored this game because we had a much higher tolerance for shenanigans Mm -hmm. as children because we just kind of accepted it you know what i mean like the bad music would have just would have taken it in stride as a child Mm because we didn't know any better but like modern rpgs now the quality of life and like how you play we're so spoiled like the, the rpgs hold your hands now and it basically walks you through the game. And these old school RPGs are not like that. I mean, look at Legacy of the Wizard. For hours upon hours upon weeks as children, we never got crown one. We didn't no. even know there were crowns to no. get. As a kid, I didn't know uh, no. either. So like, no. but like if they ever like remade that, it would basically give you a map to tell you where the crowns are mm-hmm. and probably mm-hmm. color code what character. Yeah like in the game. So it's like, I feel like this game had so much potential and good idea and good bones, but they just didn't quite know how to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, I kind of understand what you're saying. There's a, there, there are several things, maybe I'd say a handful, 10 or less things that they could have done that would have really made this game a lot better. Like balance, mm-hmm. oh, balance, yes. balance the weapons better. That would have been a, a pretty yeah. big bump make things either cost less or give you more money so that there's a little bit less mm-hmm. grinding. Cause the actual battle to battle gameplay is pretty good. I, I kind of like it. I mean, it's, it's fun. Yeah. The, um, you could also make the dungeons or the towers a little bit less confusing or give you a map. And mm-hmm. that would have made a world of difference in this game. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. We, we talked about that, um, during our gameplay where, I mean, 
Legend of Zelda had come out and they gave you an on-screen map. So obviously there was technology in the Nintendo to let you to, to display an on-screen map. And this game had borrowed so many different aspects of so many different games that how could they not have just, <laughs> how could they not have just developed a, a map on screen so that you knew where you were moving? I mean, it, it would have been an easy ad because they had borrowed so many different aspects of different games. Why couldn't they just have borrowed that as well too? So did you ever make it into any of the caves? Uh, yes, I did. Amazing. So you, you get that piddly little flashlight yeah. mm-hmm. that displays like two bricks ahead of you and like one or two bricks to like your left and right. That was the worst. <laughs> and your batteries may die. And your batteries yeah. may die. Batteries. Yeah. And then yeah. you're just in the dark wandering around. Yep. The caves, I think, are the weakest part of this game because even in Dragon Warrior, you got like, a, I think it was a five by five around you with you at the center. Mm-hmm. of like your surroundings so you could actually see this game oh my god the final cave just to get to the final tower is a is one grand maze it has 78 entrances i am not joking <laughs> 78 different holes that you can go in and out of to try and find your way through this maze all the while only looking through a flashlight so you could just walk by stairs or openings that you don't even know are there, which is mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, surprise, surprise, what we did for about an hour uh, and a half. Um, um, <laughs> you did. Uh, you had a hand. Well, um, <laughs> it was bad. It was, but it was one of those. It was, po- but I got us out. You did get us out. I'm yeah. very proud of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you happy now? You helped in an RPG. Congratulations. I, I, I did. <laughs> I fell multiple times and I feel good. You're never going to let that one go. Nope. Never. But it was just one of those things where it's they could have done something to make it more bearable. It's like, why would you make why would you do that? Whose decision was that? Like I get the yeah. theory behind it, but it makes your game so much more difficult. We had uh we had discussed too where this game was actually it 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 reminded me of one aspect I absolutely hated of Shadowgate, where in Shadowgate you had torches. Whereas, so it basically meant that, and you had a limited finite amount of of torches. So it it gave you an in-game timer, basically, where you had to navigate whatever area you could in in a limited amount of time because you only had so much torch ability. And this game reminded me of that, where it's like you have only so many batteries, or you have battery whatever and so you have to navigate and you better hope that your batteries hold out long enough for you to make it through the caves and so i absolutely hate when a game forces you to have an in-game timer such as that yeah combine a timer with a really convoluted maze that doesn't make any sense and yeah it's just a recipe for frustration and i I don't know. It is. Maybe 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 the Nintendo's the wrong system for me, but I don't want to be frustrated in that <laughs> way while playing a game, you know? Now, frustrated because yeah. I get hit by an enemy and fall in a hole or something or something that feels like a mistake mm-hmm. that I could easily course correct the next time I play, no big deal. But something yeah. something like that where it's hard it's for just, hard it's sake. hard for hard sake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or yeah. frustrating just to be frustrating. It's just there's there's nothing that you can do upon 
uh, like uh, subsequent playthroughs that will correct what it is that you're you're dealing with. Well, those caves feel like a, just another reason to buy that poster because yeah. it showed you the layout of the caves and yeah. it gave you the entire like infrastructure of that final cave this, maze. This whole game is just a, it's just a reason really to buy does. that poster. That's all it this was, game is. Yep, yep, yeah, it was. They they the game wasn't enough. They wanted to make sure that you <laughs> you bought every other piece of equipment that uh, that you could through Nexoft. Yeah, <laughs> that's terrible. Although uh, it's maybe maybe that's how they developed the game. Maybe somebody created like a poster of this world that they wanted to create. Maybe. Oh, it could be. Someone Maybe. drew the map first and the game came after. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It not surprise me if that's what happened. They shoehorned <sighs> the game into the map. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Right. You guys got anything else to no. say about, about Fardia? I mean, besides the one thing, like the big twist, which... I don't know. Do you guys no, want please, us to spoil it? Or yes, not? please spoil it. I'm never playing it. And the listeners, <laughs> please accept these spoilers. If not, skip ahead about five minutes. So one of the big allures of this game was the fact that you play as a female protagonist, which in the NES era is not something that's very prevalent. I mean, yeah, you have your Samus. You have um, the character from Ghost Lion. I think you play as a woman as well. Which is a very obscure nintendo game oh, so yes yeah. yeah, so you basically only have samus as a, a protagonist yeah. female because yeah. i want to say shadow of the ninja was one was was touted as one of the few games where you actually had a female uh i think player two mm. was female well you could choose so between it was like it was that a, game i think like you could choose i think so. yeah yeah i think you're right I know we did that one, but I don't remember what game it was. But it was it was a big deal, like to to play as a woman. So it was like it was kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, that's that's a cool idea. Well, come near the end of the game, you find <laughs> out that so this this evil wizardy guy casts a spell on this faraway land to turn all the men into women. <laughs> guess where you're from? <laughs> yeah, you're from that you're land. From that and land. Guess what? You turn into a man because you find out that you were a man the whole time you were a man the whole time and being a woman was because you were yep the old curse of femaledom yep oh, <laughs> uh, and i remember at that point like i remember my my calculated fun score of this dropped yeah. one point immediately it, it literally <laughs> i, uh, I literally was telling andy as we were playing it and they dropped that piece of knowledge on us and i said this game could have had something good going for it in that mm. there were very few games that had a female protagonist and they could have just kept going with it. But, nope. but at that three quarters mark, they say, guess what? You are from this land where all male <laughs> were turned to, or all yeah. men were turned to female. So it's as like a curse. Yeah, as a curse, <laughs> as a curse. So you took this one positive aspect of the game and found a way to say, nope, it never happened in the first place. It wasn't even like the last quarter. That was like no. the last tenth. It, it was It was pretty yeah. like near the end of the game. And I'm just like, I can't believe they just did that. They, they had one. It, it was almost like that. You have one job and you <laughs> messed it up. <laughs> there's a, in order to get to like the final tower there's a town that you can only enter as a man 
So I was like, all right, maybe the princess, <laughs> like the princess you rescue will put a spell on you to turn you into a man. And then once you get through the town, you turn back into a woman. Cool. No, you're it's a man. <laughs> I mean, uh, come on, guys. We all know. We all know the only way a woman could do all that is if she was actually a man the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> was a man the whole time. Actually, you know, that does bring up an interesting question. Uh, do you like that was a joke, by the way. I don't I'm know what really, kind of- that's sexist. <laughs> no, no, I like how you said I, that. I'm really I not understand. That right, right. I Just understand a little bit what you're saying. Yeah. Well, there's there is a very large sect of gamers who will not play as a female character. It, it, I, that's kind of surprising to hear. Is, I bet, but there there really is. Like there are certain p- okay. people who will just never play as a female. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I that uh, maybe strong female leads make them insecure. I don't know. But I was curious, like, because I don't know what kind of games you guys play in your off time, if any. But, like, I'm assuming that doesn't bother you It does guys. not bother me. In fact, I played as a female in Cyberpunk just recently. I made yeah. a female character. When I, sometimes I like it, sometimes I don't. It, depends, yeah. it really just depends on whichever um, whichever character looks cooler in the game. If it's Because some, sometimes the female character mm, looks yeah. cooler, sometimes the man, if I get a choice, you know. And maybe just call me lazy, but if, if a game... If I'm playing a game and it says, oh, hey, you're going to be a female protagonist. I'm just like, OK, I mm-hmm. I started playing this game. If my character is male, sure. If my character is female. All right. I'm still playing the game. It doesn't matter what yeah. what I'm playing as. It doesn't right. it doesn't really matter. Also, I, just, I, I found Effect, that kind, of, another kind one. of interesting. The female character was a better mm-hmm. voice actor in that game. So it was kind of like, oh, really, yeah, so, you know. But it's yeah. this game. This game kind of did the opposite of of uh, Metroid, then, right? Because Metroid, the character you could assume the whole time you're playing it, it's like, yeah, it's probably a man, right? Cause, As a male, yep. Mm-hmm. And then at I the mean, end, it's the they, typical thing. That's yep. they throw the wrench in at the end in that game. Yeah, they do. Just and takes the helmet yeah, off, and helmet off, and it's it is a female, and you're like, oh my god, it was a woman the whole time. Depending on how fast you beat it, she comes out of the suit. That that's true. And then you oh, beat it without yeah. the suit, and she's in a, she's in a bikini. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I never beat it that fast. So in a way, it's <laughs> progressively re- regressive, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, for you gotta sure. yeah, you gotta figure out something some somewhere along the lines back yeah. in the eighties. You know? It was a, but, it was a different time. Yeah, but but to be quite honest, that was that was where I just completely lost even the respect that I had for the game is the fact that it's like they had this one plot point that would have been the redeeming factor of it. Mm-hmm. And they just completely wiped it out. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah. that was surprising to me. So, uh, we guys think, uh, how much to go for Justin? Do you think it's going to be worth it? Let's find out. I guarantee we you know it's worth not. We already know it's worth and it's not worth <laughs> it. It's not worth it. Well, let's be honest. If it was worth 10 bucks, would you, would you want it? Um, yeah, so, I, <laughs> so we'll we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, price charting has the loose price is eighty eight dollars for just the cart. The cart. So if you so if you want to have it with the with the the, the handbook and possibly even the map too, more like two hundred. I mean, you're yeah, you're gonna yeah, yeah. you're gonna be, pay between two hundred and three hundred dollars for it. And then if you want that poster, add another two on there. Add another, another 200. 200 to it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. That's Definitely so, not worth it. But, but 
No, but yeah, no. this this game, uh, for what it's worth right now, it is definitely not worth no. it. If this game was around even like the twenty dollar mark, I would even I would even go as high as thirty dollars. This game is definitely worth it because you do get your money's worth. You do get a lot of play through it. Yes, you get a lot of frustration too, but you get a lot of you get a lot of bang for your buck at at thirty dollars. But ninety, that's just oh, that's there, way, there very too much. Very few NES games, I think, are yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you think the price point that it is worth it is more like twenty five, thirty bucks? What you think? Twenty. I I would say twenty five to thirty bucks. Yeah, you mm. will. You won't regret paying that much for it. But if you're paying ninety dollars, you you better like RPGs. I don't know. I don't know. Think about. I mean, yeah. I, if we're thinking about like the NES library, I'm thinking this game's got to come on down to about ten bucks, maybe fifteen, maybe mm. to like ten to fifteen. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, what what would you pay average for uh, for Dragon Warrior? It would now? be look it up. Yeah, it would. Spoilers for I mean, a future yeah. show, I but mean, uh... I mean to be to be quite <laughs> honest, I think that this game would probably like if you're willing to pay whatever Dragon Warrior is, maybe plus, it's a whopping plus or minus six dollars. Yeah, I was about to oh, say okay, Dragon so, Warrior one. <laughs> so actually, Michael, maybe you are closer to your ten dollar. Well, let's yeah. let's go. I would say go more based off of like the Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy, but but also you're paying a lot of like the history of like because Final Fantasy has continually yeah. final fantasy come out. 20 bucks yeah then then 15 yeah. at most uh, i put yeah. this i put this game really for me uh, i put this really in the crystallis realm as far as similarity and whatnot yeah uh, i would agree with that and crystallis is yeah. 20 20 loose it's going for about 20 okay. loose so this one's got to be down in the 10 to 15 range if you ask me yeah i would say i would say 15 15 is is the mark then yeah. I, this is definitely a game i don't think you see very often at least not that i can recall it's not one maybe we really look for it but it's not one that you see in your like even like a mom and pop store no you're not really gonna see it very yeah it's it's very uncommon yeah i think that's probably where you're getting the where you're getting that 80 some dollar price range it's probably really rare but a lot of people probably don't want it you know what i mean they probably don't want it because it's not that great of a game, so it's kind of like maybe it would be more in the in the over a hundred realm if it was a good, also a good game. I don't know. I think because you see Final yeah. Fantasies everywhere. And yeah, that's 20. probably be right. <laughs> Actually, I think go for more if it was rare and a beloved game, but it's it's really it's not really beloved. Although that's one of those things too, where it's that's it's really hard to tell what drives the price of certain NES games because you look at a game like. Uh, it's Zombie Nation, which we yeah, but and that's, like that's just a that's a rare. Game. It's it's very rare, but you're talking three hundred and sixty four dollars for Zombie Nation, just the cartridge. Yeah, it's yeah. not that real. It's not really that good of a game. No, and it's definitely not worth. That no, so, so it's like it's hard to tell yeah. why something's expensive. Rare doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Yeah, but right. good also doesn't. We got to stop revealing rare. the prices of all these games that we're, we've not played on the show yet. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So let's go ahead and rate this. Let's go ahead and rate this one. Or no, wait, no, we do we do trophies next. Did anybody come up with any trophies? Well, I gotta say, we did. We didn't. Uh, you know, we didn't specifically say anything about the music and how whether oh, we liked yeah. it or not. Okay. I'll, I'll just say that's probably the worst part of the game. It is <laughs> in, in reality. Like that's the actual most annoying music I think I've, we've played in a while. 
it's bad. tinny, it's screechy, yeah, it's, 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 bad. Just, it's an assault on the senses. <laughs> it, it honestly it is. Good. There were points where I was actually humming the music only to make, <laughs> only to annoy, to annoy Andy. <laughs> we got a good dynamic. I'm following. Yeah, yeah, we really do. We really do. But yeah, the, the music bad. is just, it's not good. It is. Yeah. And it's the yeah. same song for every tower, for every cave. Yeah. Like the, I think the only time music really ever changes is in the towns. I think most towns had a, a different song, which was weird. Mm-hmm. You'd think the towers would have different. No. Yeah. It's like you're going to hear that the, tower song a lot. It's like they took the frequency spectrum. You know, there's a range of frequencies that we hear from low to high. And then they just went and mm-hmm. just cut off like the lower half of it. And so it's nothing but these high pitched noises like ugh, it almost gave me a headache. I definitely yeah. turned yeah. it off at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not good. It was yeah, that I, that's it was... one of the weaker points to this game. I just that soundtrack is not good. Yeah. At all. Yeah. No, it's it's there's no there's nothing redeeming about the the sound. Uh and I don't I don't think I paid any attention to sound effects. Uh I don't even remember what they what sound effects were have that they had in the game. They were they almost kind of reminded me a little bit of like Guardian Legend a little bit in, in some of the like the way the spells went cuz you you do get magic it's few and far between because you get like a bow and arrow and you and like you get this magic wave thing and then you get like this circular wave thing, which, which I never bought. Mm-hmm. But it was just, yeah, it was mediocre run of the mill, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I guess I do kind of remember the bow and arrow sound. That's that is something I kind of. Yeah, nah, so, I mean, it was, it's, okay. it was nothing stand out ish. Yeah, sound it's, one of those, it's, was, it's yeah. a David Letterman yeah. moment. Is this anything? No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was nothing nothing special or nothing that stood out about any of the um any of the sound effects or any of that battle noises, battle music like okay. I guess uh, it's it's sad because it's a game I would have enjoyed as a kid. But as an adult, I'm like mm, now that I know more. I think that it's like a game that as a kid where you had a limited you had a limited amount of games, you basically could not buy new games because you could only buy what you could afford. And so it's like, okay, if you had Fardia, you were stuck with it. So therefore you would just play it and play it and play it. And you'd end up probably loving it because that was all you had. This was definitely a nostalgia play. If it- Oh, def- definitely. Definitely. Kind of like right. a car knob. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, let's try for uh, some retrofit trophies now. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Sure. I got a yep. few. I've, I've, I've got three myself. Okay. You know what this game needs? Some retrofitted trophies. I agree. This game needs some retrofitted trophies. What do you guys? What do you guys have? <laughs> well, since I was the only one who really cared for it, I guess I'll go first. <laughs> uh, my first trophy is Lewis and Clark got nothing on me. And that's get through the Phantom Tower. Okay. It's literally unmappable. <laughs> it is, yeah. So, uh, so my first trophy is uh, you're still here, and that's beat the game. That's how I feel. Because that's <laughs> honestly, I don't think they planned on anybody actually beating this game. All right, Justin, I, we're on we're on trophies now. I know you fell out and came back. Yeah, the, my internet pooped out for a minute. That's okay. No worries. I'm Do you back. have any trophies? Yeah, I got one. It's called uh, Worst Boy Scout Ever, and that is your batteries die while you're in the cave. Uh, <laughs> true story. That is, that's really good. 
Uh, okay, I've got one called "What Year Is It," and that is uh, you use a flashlight. Like, why is there a flashlight and batteries in this game at all? I, that's what I don't understand. <laughs> it seems very medieval. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. That and I think true. that was one of our criticisms yeah. of the game was like, why add the battery factor why? to it when it didn't even <laughs> need it in the first place? Yeah. Well, like we had talked about the cave with the flashlight, like you had just said. Mm-hmm. In most RPGs, you would have gotten a spell to cast light just like dragon warrior you had the torch or you also mm-hmm. had the light spell yeah or it, just things like little touches like even something to see the invisible even, enemies until even in pokemon you had flash oh my god you did <laughs> yeah <sighs> <So> Aria. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh i guess my second trophy is is what why <laughs> And that's die in the forest directly next to the first town trying to get to the mountain. Because there's this enticing little mountain in the middle of the forest that you literally cannot reach. You hold the button right and your character will just wander around in all directions because you're not meant to get there. And then you'll meet invisible enemies and get destroyed. And And I'm pretty sure that that was a quote from me from the first episode was, what? Why? (laughs) (laughs) So my second trophy is follow me. I know a shortcut and that's navigate the final cave, which Andy was alluding to about the how there's like 78 different doors. Yep. And it's because, yeah, well, we were looking around for like probably close to an hour. Oh, yeah. Then I was like, okay, here, let me let me play. Let me let me just mess around with it for a while. And literally within like, it's ten, like, 10 minutes i was i was out of the cave and it's yeah you go through five doors it's you literally go through like five or six doors five That's openings it. is all it takes That's out of the 78 it. yep so yeah. so there's cool <laughs> uh okay i've got one that says uh isn't this just a book and that is get the translation machine Oh, that's right. It's a nice. translation machine, but it, I mean, it's just a book. It's like a, it's like a yeah. Spanish to English dictionary or something. You use it to talk to the dragon things to get the best armor in the game, the super armor. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah the friend. Yeah, yeah, the the dragon friend. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't get it, but I read about it in the manual. <laughs> so, and then my 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 third trophy was, uh, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> um, women. Am I right? (laughs) (laughs) And that is uh, find out the final twist of the game. (laughs) Yep. You're a man. Yep. And then my last one is faster than a speeding bullet. It's just find hyperspeed three, which you find in the final uh, or the phantom tower. It makes you ungodly fast, like to the point where you really cannot even play. Yeah. I was going to say it. (laughs) is a detriment you yes. should should not get it stay away from hyperspeed three yeah that's all i got okay i've got one more uh and it's what a charming pile of shelf reach reach <laughs> reach the town of shelf <laughs> <laughs> where you get the magic glasses and the jump one. shoes i think you get the jump one. shoes finally jump because RPG logic states your legs are used for nothing except walking nope, and running. Except walking and running. <laughs> All right, it's Justin, we have any uh, any trophies on the? No, just Aaron Hickman putting Shania Twain videos up. That's uh, it. Al- although I did, I did give it a trophy name. Shania oh yeah, Twain you did. Would be impressed. Uh, 
Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to make a joke. <laughs> so I guess that one, that one, that's an alternative name to uh, Paul's trophy there. Although I like your name better, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently Aaron has played the game as well, too, and found out that there is... Whether there Aaron's best, played it or not... The best, uh, option, the best option is just to listen to Shania, Shania Twain music. <laughs> I don't know. For a guy who says if it came to a life or death situation, he could beat Home Alone. Just about to say, Andy's How? Andy's Andy's like his 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 whole idea of Aaron is just like completely skewed. Ever since that question is like, if you had to play only one game and your life depended on it, what game would you choose? Aaron chose Home Alone, which has the smartest AI of any game I have ever played in my life. And that's modern games included. And he has never been able to look at Aaron the same way again. Dark Souls got nothing on Home Alone 1. (laughs) No, it's true. It's true. It is insane. Yeah, it's true. Aaron, kudos to you, man. My God. I don't believe it. I couldn't even play Mario Brothers. I don't even believe it. Yeah, I don't believe anything he says anymore. I just... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> i want to see it i want proof he's one Here's, of those he's one of those they they quote unquote call them jim yeah. he's uh here's the thing about aaron he's a liar um, <laughs> yeah no that's i i agree <laughs> all right let's give this game a rating no game is worthy until the dudes have spoken it's time for the game rating all right how are we gonna rate this game justin you always have the best ideas on- Unless uh, it sounds like Andy, sound like you have an idea. <laughs> Andy's got maybe. an idea. Maybe it might not be a good one. Let's hear it. Okay, so like the fuel for magic in this game is called CDs or Sabas, so you could rate it based on how many Sabas to give it. I just thought that was funny. Sabas? Yeah, that was the spell that went around you. Okay. CDs were the ones that you shoot like an arrow. Oh, okay. All right, it gets negative yeah. negative seven sabas. Now for on onto the two dude style <laughs> rating. <laughs> How about a type of gum? Okay, like chewing gum. Yeah, chewing gum. Okay, right, I can do that. I, can do I that got for one. Sure. I actually got, I got one. the perfect I got, one. I got one. We might maybe. It's it's like fruit stripe. Fruit stripe mm. gum, where it tastes good for five seconds, but then you're just annoyed by it and it hurts your jaw. Oh, but this game's the yeah, opposite of fruit stripe gum. Yeah, you're right. It's it because <laughs> fruit stripe, you get the few seconds fruit. where it's wonderful. Yeah, like fruit stripe. <laughs> so okay. so okay. So so mine okay. Mine is hubba bubba. Is where you got all these different like fruity like tastes of the gum, and it can blow really big bubbles but then you realize that the gum goes stale after like literally two seconds and it does not taste good and then every bubble you blow instead of it like being able to just be like inhaled back in it sticks to your lips it sticks Mm. to your nose it's just annoying to get off and you're just like why do i keep blowing bubbles when i absolutely can't stand this gum and you just want to spit it out (laughs) why do i myself with it absolutely okay. yeah. i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with um big red 
Because it's like mm. you, you put it in your mouth. It's like, oh, why did I decide to do this? This is disgusting. <laughs> and then after, after about, you know, three or four minutes, the, it kind of mellows out. And it's like, oh, okay, now I remember why I put in this stick of Big Red. And, and then eventually it just turns into just like all gum. It just becomes disgusting again. just turns into a bland, chewy thing in your mouth and you got to spit it out. That's what that's, I'm going to go with Big Red. I've always wondered <sighs> whose genius idea it was for a cinnamon flavored breath freshener. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not bright. Uh, <laughs> Wrigley. Wrigley. Or, or, or my, and, and I'm even going to make fun of my favorite flavor of Tic Tac, which is the, the orange Tic Tac. Like, who thought orange for yeah. flavor? Yeah. Of, yeah. No. <laughs> flavor of, uh, of your breath. But anyway, uh, I'm going to go with the gum that's in baseball packets because it sounds like a great idea. And you think, out of nostalgia, you really want it, and then you realize it's just better to chew on the baseball card than the gum because <laughs> yep. it's always terrible. Is that a uh, no? Yeah. I was thinking big league chew. Oh, no, 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 big league chew. Oh, no. awesome. He's talking, yeah, no, he's yeah. talking tops, awesome. tops, yeah. chewing you, gum. Is it oh, the, yeah, is that the stuff that's like bazooka gum? Somewhat, yeah, it's like back like in like that. Back Kinda, in the yeah. back in the day, that's what it tasted like. But if you try it now, it's just it literally will disintegrate in your mouth. Yeah, it's basically it's like almost like I do. It's a cross <laughs> between um, it's a cross between bubblegum flavor, um, you know, peanut brittle, I guess a little bit because most of it's like yeah. not very good anymore, and then. Uh, yeah, cross between peanut brittle oh and, and bubble gum. The consistency of peanut brittle and the taste of bubble gum with no taste. Yeah, yeah, and maybe yeah. a little throw a little cardboard wow. in there too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's packed in with cardboard. Yeah. You know who the people who originated the orange Tic Tacs and that big red gum? They went on to make those zombie Skittles where they have the rotten flavor. I bet oh, you yeah, those are the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, there, yeah. I don't know. Did you guys ever try those no, around Halloween? No, those no, zombie no. Skittles? Some of the Skittles were like rotting flavor, and it was the most offensive taste. Why Why would you think that's a good it's idea? Kind of Amongst like, yeah. a fruity rainbow of color, you just Didn't throw a, a rotten diaper in one. kind of like the, uh, <laughs> the, the birdie bots of the, yeah. uh, the Jelly Bellies. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you ask me, if you ask me yeah. Skittles, Skittles... <laughs> <laughs> they went out with the bathwater a long time ago when they started putting apple in there instead of lime, the green apple. <gasps> the, I love the apple, uh, but it just does not—it does not fit the other flavors. It just—you're right about that. It disgusts me. Whenever, like, yeah. if I get a handful and all of a sudden there's an apple in the mix, it just—it's just a big, big mistake yeah. at that point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, huh. all right, pretty good. All right, let's do some feedback. It's time for D-Patter Feedback, because when you're a D-Patter, you're a D-Patter for life. All right. Well, on Facebook, we only have one, the aforementioned Aaron Hickman. That gum, Aaron. He says, I remember seeing it in the Funko Land ad. It was years before I saw an actual copy of the game, though. It's pretty rare. Only played it in emulation. It's a decent romp. Not like... A-plus top-tier stuff, but an above-average Zelda-ish game all the same. By 91, better games of this ilk had come out. Crystalis, Willow, Willow. but it's a decent game. Definitely more uh, well-known for its high price and random half-like twist of the main character being a guy trapped in a girl's body. Aaron just throws those spoilers out just willy-nilly, doesn't he? 
It's like Ranma. <laughs> Thank God we saved it for the end of the episode. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've got I got a voicemail. You guys want to hear it? All right. I'm excited. Okay. Dudes, what is up? It is JZNES back again. Talk about some Faria, it looks like. And That's so, Faria. Uh, yeah, I, I remember playing a little bit. Faria. It's definitely uh, Faria. pretty pretty uh, in terms of the NES there. It's sort of RPG style, but then you have like the Zelda sort of combat, which is different. It's, it's sort of like an action RPG. It's something more like Crystallis, but you still get into random battles and encounters or whatnot. Um, the game I never sunk a ton of what I hear really, really hard later on, and... There's really no point in sticking a bunch of time into it, but it's always something cool. Um, I remember it was one I was trying to track down for a long time. It was one like the kind of last hundred probably NES games I was trying to find, I believe. So that's pretty cool. But, um, yeah, I mean, overall, pr- pretty game. Um, pretty good animation-wise and the graphics and stuff. But, uh, yeah, hope you guys think of it. Um, Something I'd like to put some more time, but uh, I do remember playing it, and, and, and it's pretty good. So, yeah, anyways, it's been Jay-Z and yes, say keep it classic, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks, Jay-Z. Uh, maybe don't play it. I mean, you can if you want, but I mean, you do. <laughs> yeah, play, but... no. <laughs> I, I, I find it, uh, I, I have to say, just just because, it, it, Jay-Z, it, it's great. It's, it's funny because he, he said that it was like, one of the last 100 that he had to track down mm-hmm. for the NES. It was one of the last 50 that I had to track down. Um, but he said that, oh, it's a unique game, and then went right into, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's it's got gameplay like Zelda. It's like, no, this game, honestly, is not unique. It takes a lot of different aspects from other games, and it's it's very ununique. Well, it was unique in the fact that it was a random encounter action RPG, it was, which is something that hadn't been done at that time. You're right. It's very so. unique in the sense that it copied multiple games instead of just one game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't directly Zelda. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of Dragon Warrior, a little bit of Willow, a little bit of Crystallis, yeah, like a little sprinkle yeah. on there. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I will say uh, thank you, Paul, for wasting at yeah. least a few hours of my day one uh, earlier this no, week. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't think this one was not as, as big of a waste as Legacy of the Wizard or whatever that other game you had us play that one time. <laughs> Castle hey, Quest. That Castle is, Quest. That's right. That, you know, you, yeah, you are right. At least at least this game had some somewhat redeeming qualities Legacy of the Wizard to uh, to anybody else probably no redeeming quality and Castle Quest no you're just better off just not even playing it in the first place it's yeah. it's kind of funny you and I right now are wearing our guilty pleasure game yeah yep. he's wearing a Legacy of the Wizard shirt I'm wearing a Faria shirt I went out and bought a shirt that's that's how, this game's a guilty pleasure for me now the listener yeah. the listener can't see your shirts but it looks to me like you went out and made your own shirts. So, well, so here's so here's here's the thing is that i did not make this no 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 no, no. andy actually did order his shirt he ordered this shirt and he ordered um another shirt from some website because he asked bubble yeah he asked us one day he's like what's your what's your favorite nes game and i'm like 
obviously it's legacy of the wizard and uh and he's like yeah <laughs> okay and, and so he asked our other friend he's like oh, what's your favorite game like what would you want on a on a video game shirt and and he's like oh and such and such and he's like okay guess what i got you guys those shirts and well, it's like nice. what? originally i was getting you a castle quest one because the cover art to castle quest is epic. pretty nice it looks pretty so nice. cool and i remember we we commented on it on the episode we did yeah. of castle quest with them uh and and i so i was gonna get you that but i'm like you know what's more uh, legacy of the wizard is more apt for yeah. for this yeah because i mean I, I don't mind legacy of the wizard but a lot of people don't like it no and but the cover art is actually pretty freaking yeah. awesome too and it's really good for faria too it looks Faro's cover we didn't yeah, talk about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah Faro's cover art is pretty cool. I like I like the cover. That's yeah. that's fine. That's fine. You keep your farty assured. That's fine. It's it, that was a typical Ness era thing anyway. Amazing box art. Game is subpar. Yeah, no, it's totally totally. <laughs> you sell on blown. That is Fardia in a nutshell. <sighs> yeah. All right. I, I think that's a good wrap up for Fardia. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, you guys. Uh, Tell people where they can find your show. I know it's on YouTube. And obviously, Power Trip Gaming, right? Yes, sir. PowerTripGaming.tv takes you directly to the channel where you can watch us play through all 678 officially North American licensed Nintendo games. We are up to 211. Yep. Nice. But but we also do have a podcast as well, too. Um, A lot of people seem to like the podcast uh, more than just the the straight playthrough. So if you want to check us out on iTunes and Stitcher, we're um, on both of those uh, platforms at the PTG Powercast. Uh, I will say, um, you guys, I guess since doing the podcast, uh, your audio quality has gone up. Like the quality of just the audio. Before, you know, the video has always been pretty good. But, you know, the audio yeah. may have been hit or miss, but it, you guys have been really stepping your game up here lately. So I got to, I must commend you on that. Yeah. Which oh, is, thank you very much. Very Appreciate nice. Thank you. Which is good because yeah. our audio quality has always been bad and probably for, will forever be bad. So it's always good to know when other people are, are doing better for themselves compared to, compared to us, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> when we first done worse. <laughs> yeah, we probably are. <laughs> when we had first started, there was, it was kind of a convoluted process. I, I really like that word today. Uh, <laughs> it was a complicated process and, and probably involved than it should have been. Yeah. And we kind of simplified it a bit and it was, it's been a lot easier to deal with. Yeah. Well, there's a, it's there's a lot weekend. of reasons why we're a audio only podcast. Uh, yeah. Justin, Justin, his, he can't ever keep facial hair. You know, he keeps changing it all the time and it really messes me up. <laughs> That's one thing. And then, you know, plus figuring out how to actually do on, you know, video, it's too complicated. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it gets rough. Yeah. I'm I, I'm I'm uh, uh, tech adverse as yeah. well myself. So. Well, we're we're fortunate that we live. Cl- yeah. Like that's that's, true. that's one that's thing true. that makes that's it a lot nice. easier. Paul and yeah. I are like five minutes away we're, from each other. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another thing. Justin won't ever stop moving. That's true. <laughs> He's always moving. <laughs> <laughs> all right anyways let's wrap this up that's it's not a good bad i'm sorry i'm talking about random stuff now yep <laughs> all right well thanks guys it was a good i think this is a good one even though it's yep. bad game good pod so hey, hey thanks for having us total, on as always totally a bad game that's uh, andy's choice <laughs> i'm just glad, I'm, I'm glad paul's the one that that did a faux pas 
if you will. No, usually it's me. No, no, no. I did this only to get to you, and apparently it backfired on me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you essentially left the cave on purpose like I did, just to prove to me that... that Ooh. I, I, okay. Yeah, okay. that's a good way okay. to wrap it. Okay, full circle. It's a full circle there. A good way to wrap it up. All right. So you wait. Gaming is... Power Trip Gaming is done. <laughs> We're done. Good job. So you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash bitbrothers. We have our website, bitbros.com. No, bitbrosnetwork.com, I think. Yep, bitbrosnetwork.com. Yeah. Bitbros you can find us on Patreon, patreon.com slash bitbros. Uh, you can call us, 7757-RETRO1, like Jay-Z did, and leave us a voicemail. Uh, or that's 775-773-8761. Program it in your phone. Give us a call anytime. Uh, you can even call us like Paul does every now and then if it's Christmas Eve or, or uh, oh maybe New God. Year's Eve. or you know, you're, just, oh. you're just feeling a little randy for some reason. Just give us a call. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Was the, that, was, that was, was, was diehard, wasn't was it? That was diehard, yeah. That was diehard. That was the five-minute... Five uh, that was five minute message. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, and we're I'm, all... I'm still sorry about that. No, it's perfect. It's great. Oh no, apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting on the next one. Uh, yeah. yeah, and you can also find all us right. on iTunes, Spotify, Stitchers, all those good places. Um, shout out to the We Dude Nico's Eight Bit Stereo on YouTube and the Fox Dude for the awesome Two Dudes logo. Also, shout out to Dave from Namo Gamo for our. Bit Brothers logo, which is also pretty. Basketball Classics is a good game, so y'all go check that out. Oh, wait. One more thing. I know. I'm throwing all these one more things in after everybody's already turned the podcast off. But Keep Aiden, it going. Aiden Rogers. I remember I mentioned he had a game, and uh, you should go check it out. But at the last episode, I couldn't remember the name of it. Well, the name of it is a square game, and you can find that on Steam. Yeah, so check it out. And he, cool. he like I said, he also gave yeah. us a uh, he gave us a code to give out whenever he does come on the show. He's going to join us on Gauntlet too. So stay That's tuned cool. for that. Right. Now, awesome. Here comes the music for the next game. Thank you guys, Power Trip Gaming, again for coming on. Yep, yeah, guys, it's a good time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Wait, you even have Faria T-shirts? Wow. Okay. I do. No, 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 I no, 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 no. Oh, wow. Andy has a Faria shirt. I've got Legacy of the Wizard. Okay. I, I well. will refuse to wear a Faria shirt. <laughs> yeah, he did he didn't care for Faria no. as much as I did. So no. you guys uh you guys don't plan on ever going in public then in that case. Did they, did <laughs> no. your COVID shirts. <laughs> right. We were we were recording, so we ended up finishing uh our latest game. Milan's Secret Castle. Mm. Did you guys do that one already? No? No. 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 Uh, well no, we did some kind of Yeah, we did. We call, keep calling him Didn't Milton. We? Yeah, we keep calling him Milton because we. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I forget Milton. about that. Milton's secret castle. Yeah, we actually uh, we liked it more than we thought we would. Yeah, yeah, we did. That was one Vanderhoff suggested we play, well, thinking we were going to be upset. Yeah, I think he suggested it, thinking like, "Oh, you guys are going to absolutely hate this game," and we ended up both agreeing that it was actually a pretty good and underrated game. All right, good episode. Yeah, it was. Guys, I'm I am so sorry for that swear word that that popped oh, out. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I feel terrible. I, I could not be happier. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
Shut up. I'm being I'm being very sincere here. I I I really feel terrible. It's okay. I'm glad you actually mentioned it just now because I had totally forgotten about it and I would have probably released the episode without it. Yes, yes. It was it was at the it was at the 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 voicemail of uh of Tom Arnold. Yes, that's right. That'll be easy spot to find then. Okay, good. He was really blitzed out of his mind though. He really did. Honestly, but I I honestly I it didn't even I'm I'm so sorry. Yeah, I I always uh, I always have to give Paul crap about it because when we were first invited to do free comic book day at uh Rockheads, the comic book shop he used to go to, I, they're not there anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. But it was kind of the same as this where I have to I, I can be raunchier than I should be. Uh, <laughs> and so Paul always warns me, you have to be on your best behavior. Don't say anything stupid. <laughs> and he, he acts like I'm the one that's going to drop the ball uh, yeah. every time. And I'm the and best this, conducted one. And uh, yeah. And this time, uh, definitely. Yep, <laughs> yep, yep. I'm so proud of you, Paul. Shut up. <laughs> Doesn't happen often. Shut up. I love it. And Not actually, there's, there was there was a funny, I just wanted to mention this. So I don't know if you guys watch a lot of our videos or anything, but uh, we had just done Galarian's for the PS1. And the final session we did uh, fight uh, this big mechanical thing, Dorothy. Well, it's got its boobs out and there's like nipples and everything. So I took that (laughs) screenshot and I covered the nipples with my face. YouTube's algorithms <laughs> thought my face was the nipple, and it was con- it was like giving us strikes, yeah. saying that I'm I'm we were breaking it the nudity a, yeah. rule. It, it gave us a strike and removed the thumbnail. Yeah, I was, but only <laughs> off of one episode, yeah. and like there's five other episodes with the same thumbnail, but just this one. So we fought it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, our bad." whatever within an hour they they struck us again for the same thumbnail yeah i'm like well either my face really looks like a nipple (laughs) (laughs) or yeah so it's just yeah speaking of uh of uh breaking rules there i'm gonna put put, i'm probably gonna put this this all this commentary in the stinger at the end of the episode because it's pretty it's funny Hey, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. I love it. No, that's funny. This, see, this is what's going to happen. Uh, with these are going to be the robot overlords that are going to be in charge of us one day, mm-hmm. and they're going to think we're all yeah. a bunch of nipples <sighs> running around. <laughs> <laughs> well, the world would be a softer place. I can tell you that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where's my rim shot? All right. All right. I gotta go to bed now. <laughs>